And this is Jay Nice, Flair Jordan, Duke Fly Talker. Now, man, you rocking at the home of hip hop, man. Mike Powers, man. Get in tune, man. I'll get left. You dig? What the fuck was poppin' is your boy Mike Powers? What's poppin' is your boy Mike Powers. You already know what time it is. Hit the lights! For my real hip hop heads only. On this platform that you so graciously granted your time and attention to, I've thoroughly covered the rise of upstate New York and what is now known as the lyrical renaissance. Of course, the boroughs have also received their due, as have our neighbors to the north up in Canada. But today, while well overdue, the city that Barry Gordy put on the musical map, Detroit, has arrived to accept the flowers that are rightfully theirs, and they sent me a monster. I wish to cast no aspersions as the man on the left side of your screen does appear as an even keeled low key individual. But what that facade hides is a master lyricist dexterous in his application of lyrical nerve gas. Ready to expel that thing that will become the stuff of nightmares for his underdeveloped peers. Put simply, he's quite a bit more skilled than the shit you were playing right before you click this video. The catalog, if you are so inclined to peruse it, will bear this out. The platform has and always will be reserved for lyrical scientists. And I shall only hope that this intro will do him the justice he so richly deserves because ladies and gentlemen, for the first time on a Mike Power show, it gives me great pleasure to announce the arrival of one of the most important voices to emerge from the Midwest since the Louis Vuitton Don dropped out of college and currently the most underrated wordsmith still residing in the murder mittens crown jewel of Detroit, the honorable and most preeminent Ty Ferris is in the building. Wow, man, I appreciate, I appreciate that, man. And you a hell of a wordsmith yourself, right there. A lot of words, right there. I like that, bro. For Ty Ferris calling me a wordsmith, yeah, on my show, yo. Yeah, it, it was a few that I'm gonna definitely pick up on that. I ain't gonna front, bro. <laughs> I appreciate, I appreciate, you appreciate that, here. man. I Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you, bro. I appreciate everything you said. I appreciate you being here. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, uh, you're a very important MC, not just in this particular era, but uh, uh, over the course of the history of hip hop. Okay, let's just say that this is based on the work that you have already put down. You're in the category of MC that cats cannot be better than, only as good as. So having said that, let's get this thing started. On the song Came a Long Way with Lil' Fame and Special. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you were sticking cats in the ribs on that one. Mm -hmm. um, what was your mental uh, energy when you wrote that? Uh, man, uh, to give you a little history on that joint, uh, I had that beat for two years. Uh, my, it was actually my boy. My boy bought the beat from my man Trox, and then I bought it from him. And uh, he already had little flame, little fame on the hook. So I just wanted to, uh, you know, man, I just wanted to do it justice because I knew who was who was on the hook. And then you know when I called my my man's uh, special, you know, I just wanted to have a verse on there that I knew. I didn't care who came on there it was still going to be acceptable. Like, you know, Spech came and did his thing too. So, you know, man, I just approach it like that, bro, on everything, to be honest. Yeah, and uh, how dangerous is Lil' Fame in real life? <laughs> and I, I I don't know. I'm sure my man Rim would know a better uh, story or two about him. But, uh, Shout yeah, to I don't know. But, uh, you know, if I had to guess, he's 
somewhere between eight and nine, maybe. Who Yo, knows? them cats don't play. MOP, <laughs> shout to the legends, man. Come <laughs> on, man. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Are you the best rapper in Detroit right now? Nah, man, I never say that. Hell no. Nah. We got Royce the Five Nine here. We got Elza here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Still I'm residing in the city, I'm... both of those guys. Say that again. Still residing in Detroit right now. Those both of those guys. I, well, I know Royce definitely lives here. Uh, he's actually down the street from me. Uh, I'm I'm not sure if Elza lives here. He might be in Cali or something like that. Uh, I mean, we got Guilty Simpson here. Clearly, uh, Eminem lives here, but he lives in the suburbs. So you know, I'm always uh, humbly put myself under. You gotta, you gotta pardon me, Top Ferris. I'll be trying to start shit sometimes. So no, it's all good. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm PR savvy now, man. It's all good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know, it's a sport, right? Hip hop yeah. is a sport. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. and then, and back in the day, it was always I'm the best, I'm better than you. I'm, yeah. I'm and so it's it's all in good fun. Those every name that you just named, yeah, scientists, each and every yeah. one of them with the lyrics. Um yeah. the Thanks. album wired different. Yeah. Is something like a masterpiece. Um, what's been the reception so far, and what was the overall vision between you and Bozak on that joint? Uh, the reception, pretty, you know, was good, man. Uh, you know, it's just it was some people probably couldn't adapt to the sound because it was different than you know your normal soul singing samples and shit like that with the boom bap. Yeah. But I did that on purpose, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, if everybody keep doing the same song, what we looking like? We all look the same. So I just wanted to. I wanted to do something different within the realm of lyrics that I do. And, uh, you know, Bozak provided that. So I, I told him, like, yo, we're not going to give them the song that they're expecting every time from us because, you know, it's no fun. I, I don't, my pen don't move like that no more. You know what I'm saying? I got to be challenged. So I was like, yo, we're going to do something different. And then we just came up with the wire different. It sound different. Uh, you know, I do songs more than so with songs, with subjects and hooks. You know, most cats ain't really doing that stuff like that mostly in this lyrical renaissance. Yeah. Well, thank you for, for saying that. Ty Ferris said that. Thank you. Yeah. Because finally somebody came on this show and said what I've been thinking for a very long time, which is, yeah, everybody is kind of chasing the same kind of thing. Um, and artistry is about kind of like uh, stretching yourself, stretching your boundaries, doing something different, shocking the yeah. audience. You know what I mean, making them pay attention. This yeah. album... The, the, one of the reasons why I was so quick to listen to this album, because I'm probably 30 or more albums behind on listening, as you know, it's a lot of stuff coming out. Thanks. The reason why I jumped on this, just to be quite candid with you, is because the way you kind of uh, promoted it across uh, Twitter, right? And the mm -hmm. way you talked about the project. And I don't remember word for word everything that you said about it, but I remember the energy that you were giving on Twitter had me thinking something special was going on in this album and either mm -hmm. I was going to go in there and listen to it and call you a liar or I was going to be confirmed uh, yeah. with what your opinion was. And I, the latter happened, right? Right. This album, I said again, is something close to a masterpiece. Wow. Um, I played Appreciate it on my live, maybe one or two songs already. It's tough to pick which song to play off of that joint. It's yeah. a bomb ass album, bro. Um, and congratulations on that. And thank you for giving us that. Thank you for being bold enough um, and committed enough to who you are as an artist to provide that for us, to take that risk, because it's easy to do what everybody else is doing. I am on a rant. Let's do this. Hip Hop DX give you the very high praise of designating you as an artist who, whose projects should be listened to as a whole. 
Yeah. Right. They say you should listen to Todd Ferris's albums as a whole. Um, Michael Jackson has that reputation. Mm. Prince has that reputation. Yeah. Planet Asia, I think, has that reputation. Yeah. Um, how does it feel to know that you're viewed in that type of light? Yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. But, you know, it's, it's, it's dope to hear that, man. I didn't even know they said that about me. Because uh, I, approach, I approach it like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't approach... Like, I make songs to be cohesive with other songs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't just go in... I, I can't go in the studio and just rap without direction and sound. Like, the sound need to mesh. And then the subject matter need to be able to tell... Have some form of a storyline or... I, I don't know what if I'm saying it right, but it just has to... It has to feel like a body of work every time, man. Because if not, I, it's, it feel like a damn mixtape to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, okay. Like, you know, and, and that's too... Like, if we're just going into the right raps, it's just like, uh, you know, it's, it's, that's too easy. You know what I'm saying? You know. I'm glad you're here. You're teaching right now. You're teaching. <laughs> um, so last year you dropped No Cosign, Just Cocaine 3. Um, yeah. One of the craziest joints on that album is Sun <laughs> Sunday at Dirty Digs. Um, yeah. Why that title with the reference to another producer while working with Ito? Well, Ito, we, we was in California when we recorded that. And uh, we was at Dirty Digs' house on a Sunday. So that's why we came up with it. Uh, I think uh, Ito was in town for uh, like a Mayhem Lorenz show. And, uh, you know, that was Saturday, Sunday. We just met up at Digs and knocked out two or three joints that day. So, you know, I didn't have nothing clever. That was just one of the joints like, yo, we got to work together and say digs i need something for the joint you know what i'm saying and he he played like five or six and that came on and you know he Ido went to his corner i went outside to my corner and wrote uh you know i still write on paper so i was like writing with you know paper on somewhere on the fucking grass or something and he was in there on his phone you know that's how that happened you know what i'm saying that's dope um you got i, I had to stop for a second and just we talking about Ido. I need to take yeah. the opportunity to to discuss how wildly insane what he's doing right now is. Mm. Um, he's not 22 years old. Mm-mm. And he keeps on evolving, changing, stretching, hitting you with bars, the beats. He's in the space right now. He's in the space right now. You know what I mean? Edo um, is, is a great man. He's a great. Like right now, he's a legend to me. Uh, the things that Edo say, man, like I'm a, you know, that's my guy, but you know, I like to give a give flowers out. Edo said some of the most wittiest, simplest shit you will ever hear in your life. You know what I'm saying? And, and when he said, like, damn, wow, okay, that is crazy. You know, like uh, what's been joined with him and Vida or, or murder? Yeah, yeah, incredible, incredible, incredible. Yeah. And he makes you think about life. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? While he's doing this, and but it, and but it, it's not preachy either. It's just like, yeah. yo, he's giving you like this is like what I've been through. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to just show you. I'm trying to tell you, take it or leave it. Right? He's not gonna force it on you as an yeah. aside. Hey, this is what's yeah. really up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I just love listening to Edo. Is Edo is like putting on my favorite coat. You know what I mean? Okay. Is, yeah. It, it feels right. Um. Let's talk about some of the cat. Oh, let me let me let me back up. You talked about this before, so I'm not breaking any news. But uh-huh. you said in the interview, mm-hmm. um, I caught a DUI. Yeah. What happened in that incident? Can you talk about that? Yeah, sure. Uh, it was Cinco de Mayo. Uh, I was leaving a strip club on Eight Mile. I had some pills on me. Strike three. And, uh, 
Strike three. Right. <laughs> it was strip club. You got the pills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, stop. Me and my man, we stopped at the Coney, get something to eat. Thought we was, you know, putting some 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 shit in the system to sober it up. I get to a certain part of the of the suburb area where it's, you know, let's be clear, racist. Uh, and uh, they pulled me over. They said I was speeding. I wasn't speeding. Uh, I got a police scanner in my car, so you know I, I can I can hear them coming. Cause beep beep beep. I, I I like I know they're behind me, so I know I'm not speeding. Uh, so yeah, they they pulled me out the car. They made me do the little sobriety test, and uh, I fucking walk, and they put me on a straight line, and in the straight line, it was a fucking like a hole, like a hole in the street, like a pothole. So I walk in it and I step in the pothole. Oh, he's staggering. I'm like, wait a minute, let me walk on another line. So they put that in the discovery and all that. They found the pills, but I it's like, yo, man, them pills was for somebody else. It wasn't mine. It was in the car. Uh so uh pill shit got dropped basically. And uh, you know, I did fucking 18 months of probation, no drinks or nothing like that after that. So yeah, that's how that happened, man. Cinco de Mayo, 2014. Wow. Was that you said it was in the suburb? What's that out in Livonia, Southfield? What we talking about? Troy Clawson area. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Okay. Well, we, I mean, we glad you made it out of that. Um, <laughs> with, with, I mean, you're lucky to be alive. I mean, because yes. they, they sound like they was on some bullshit. Anything could have happened. Man, yeah, they definitely was, man. I, I seen them before he seen me because mm -hmm. I got the police scanner. I'm looking around and I hear beep, beep, beep. I'm like, oh, okay, he behind me. So what? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, live right. and learn. Let's talk about some of the cast that you respect and build with out of Detroit. Um okay. I know that Royce is a mentor to you and you've got a close relationship with uh, Trick Trick. Uh, he, yeah. Can I call him the, the mayor of Detroit? Is that proper? You call him whoever, the mayor, the, the landlord, the godfather, he get all that. Facts. Okay. Uh, shout to Trick. Uh, there was a conversation a while ago uh, when it was reported that Trick was responsible uh, for the so-called no-fly zone in Detroit. Mm -hmm. um, I love how he broke it down. It's about building relationships, but he says sometimes you got to say harsh words like no fly zone. You got to use harsh words like no fly zone in order to get people to respect what's going on in Detroit. Um, you need you need to support or contribute or you can't perform in Detroit. Can you expound on that idea for me about why Detroit holds that particular posture when it comes to outsiders coming in, getting money, performing, et cetera? Yeah, man, I was with Trick for this whole ride with this too, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I've been a hundred percent on this side with this, even when, you know, he got caught flack for it. And, you know, when certain artists would come here and it'd look like he bullying them or extorting them. Like, no, nah, man, what happens is these artists will come in the city, come get thirty, forty $40,000, you know, they're doing their job. And then uh, they'll go, you know, they get the fuck on, you know what I'm saying? Trick saying these labels are providing these artists the opportunity to come here but not provide no artists, Detroit artists here. So that is, that's not fair. You know what I'm saying? So that's all that really was, is trying to make sure we had an even playing ground for our artists. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to keep sending artists from Atlanta up here to come and get all this money. And then when it's time for a Detroit artist to step in one of these buildings and negotiate with these labels, there's no love. You know what I'm saying? So if you look at it right now, what he was doing back then has really the, the, you know, it, it's paid off because we got artists from Detroit now. You see, like 42 Doug, uh, Sada Baby, these artists now are getting, you know, not saying they might have wouldn't got it on their own, but Trick Trick put that in these people's head at these labels. Like, yo, 
we got talent up here too that's doing what y'all doing. Give these motherfuckers some chances. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, I was with Trick 100%. I was with him a lot of times during these, uh, what you want to call it, they would say uh, standoffs. I was with him. You know what I'm saying? That's my that's my my OG. You, so, you was yeah. you was you was on the set when these conversations was taking place. Well, with some of the situations when the artists come and we go and, and he'd go meet the artists that in the city. Uh, yeah, I rolled down there with him. Uh, me and his brother Thriller, we real good friends. You know, I'm good friends with all of them, but me and Thriller really close. You know, Thriller called me up and say, "Yo, we going down here," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm with y'all." So. Yeah. Was you? Did you have privy to any um, firsthand accounts of? I think I saw a video where he made reference to something about um, was it Snoop Dogg, Rick Ross? Was you around for any of that? Uh, the Rick Ross thing. Uh, was there I a dust downtown. up? Was there a I, dust I up? Downtown. Huh? Can you can you talk about what happened between him and Rick Ross? Can't talk about that. Uh, I really don't know the details. To be honest, of the conversation, if it was a conversation. What I do know is it was, a, uh, it was a, I believe it was a summer jams event or a summer concert. And uh, basically, it went down there to have a discussion with the brother, to put it in uh, the, the best terms that I can. And mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what was said. That was above my pay grade at that point. But we went down there. Uh, they went down there. Let me not say it like that. They went down there. I joined the brothers. And uh, yeah. The, the the event the the show got canceled, you know. Right, there was a video clip, right? Of I mm -hmm. saw, and they were saying some guy was on stage. I think I guess Trick didn't appreciate the program director or the DJ that was on stage yeah. because he said that Ross mm -hmm. was waiting outside, and yeah. that Ross was refused to come in. And I Rick Ross right outside here tonight at about eleven o'clock when he was pulling up to come into Sherry Park, he was met by a hundred individuals outside. We have tried to pull every resource together and ask him to come back. He is in fear of his life. This is real shit. He's in fear of his life, and that thing is not performing here tonight. And he may never come back to Detroit. The quote from the from the program director on the stage at the Summer Jam event, he said, Rick Ross is scared for his life. I don't know about all that, man. Yes, and what we gonna do? That. We gonna and, and I, I've I've said enough. And I'm a I'm a guy that. Oh, I know not, what to say. Not yeah, to yeah, say yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. Where where we at right now? I realize. Yeah. I know what it was time for me to back the fuck up, right? Yeah, yeah. And, so, and yeah. a guy like me, I, I'm I'm a baby. <laughs> in this YouTube <laughs> media space. I'm not about to make enemies with Trick Trick. Okay. And uh, this man sat down with Dan Gilbert. Trick Trick. Yeah. Okay, so we talk about uh, Quicken Loans. Yes. Dan Gilbert, the billionaire, sat down with Trick Trick to listen to what this man have to say. Yeah. I'll, I want no smoke with Trick. Respect Trick Trick. Let me day. say this about Trick real quick, man. Trick is the best, one of my top three humans that I've met in my life. He's the most genuine person. Like, he got a, you know, he got a bad rap, man, because of the outside speculations of him being this mean person. He's not mean, man. He's not mean at all, man. He's He goes out his way to help people in the community all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's my, that's my, like what an OG supposed to be, that's what your trick is. So, you know, I just want to make sure people understand he's a good brother, man. Very solid brother. I appreciate you putting that out yeah. there. Um, explain what the term dog shit means in Detroit. 
do I have to? Please. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a form of a drug, right? Is it? I don't know. I because who was the guy you named? Was it Saturday Baby you named? They was asking him about some, Yeah, you asking him about they was asking him about slang and he said dog shit. I forget what the what the answer was that he gave. I know dog food is the Yeah, is, right. Oh. I, I figured that was the same thing, right? I'm gonna have to look this up. Somebody if you from Detroit, Is that something you can Google? <laughs> you can't Google it. Let me <laughs> my phone is on the floor, so I will Google it right now. <laughs> Detroit term stack of cash ten to fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, now listen, bro. I, I didn't know that. Dog shit. Turn for a large stack of cash. Large stack of cash. Dog shit. Man, you, listen, bro. I'm a little older in age these days, so I don't know <laughs> if I didn't catch that shit, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought he was just talking about some goddamn heroin. So, so right, some H. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he talking about heroin, bro. I don't know. Bro. Did I just make you feel, because you look very young. Did I make you feel old right there? <laughs> Yeah, bro. It was like, yo, wait a minute. I'm thinking it's just like, yeah, bro. It's all good, though. Shout out to them brothers, man. You know what I'm saying? Yes, indeed. The new slang. Uh, when we talk about outsiders maybe not giving Detroit their proper due all the time, I'm curious to know what the temperature is on the ground amongst the hip-hop community there in Detroit. Yeah. Is everyone supportive of each other? And has there been feuds in the past? Uh, as of right now, we all support each other. Any faction of the hip-hop scene so just like what i'm just saying like shout out to side baby and 42 doug you know what i'm saying it didn't always be like that uh it used to be where the street rapper so to say whatever you want to call it i don't know what they what i do don't they don't consider street here you know what i'm saying what side baby and them guys do is detroit street music what mm -hmm. i do is hip-hop shit mm -hmm. uh at one point the the street hip-hop niggas was frowning upon on the the hip-hop niggas, you know, like, yo, them niggas is geeks and they carry backpacks and shit like that. So uh, that was at one point. Uh, we get past that shit and, you know, we all together. And that's a lot to do with, with Royce and Trick Trick, you know what I'm saying? Bridging those gaps as well, too. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, where would you rate Kid Rock if he was still rapping? Fucking 2. Okay. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Fucking 2. And that's nothing against his political shit. I'm just staying strictly off of fucking talent. Yeah, strictly off, strictly off of bars. Yeah, I agree with you. I might even go negative. And he did a song with Eminem, so I just put it as a two shit. Yeah. Okay. Give him the. Give, <laughs> <laughs> give him the. Don't they always come in using rap as the pla as as the springboard, and then they move on to some other shit? Now you want to talk greasy about Oprah and? Oh uh, man, man. You know, and it's a lot of circles. We are, you know, it's a, it's a lot of circles. It's a it's a lot of circles in Detroit where everybody is a, a dot away. So, you know, I've hung out with Kid Rock and shit like that, you know. Kid Rock, Kid is, you got a kid that's black. So, you know, it's, you know. Yeah, 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 okay. I could go deep right now. I'm not going to do that. On a yeah. scale of one to ten, how fire are these uh, Funk Master Flex lugs? Because and just oh, keep it, just keep, it, keep in mind that I, I like them. To be for, I like them. Other people have told me it's been a source of controversy over the past couple of weeks. They tell me they belong in the trash. I was in front of the garbage can, about to put them in there. Looked at them and said, "No, I like these." Scale of one to ten. That, that's a suede. Uh, no, this is not suede. 
but it looked like it's suede. But dang man, you the homie too. But I, I, I might have to agree with the consensus. They don't look too bad. They look like you know knockoff uh, Grand Hills though. <laughs> it look like knockoff Grand Hills. <laughs> so uh, on the scale of one to ten, I'm gonna go with a two on those too, man. Damn, bro, uh, fuck. <laughs> I'm trying to hang on to these shoes. I'm gonna wear these in public one day. They look comfortable day. as hell, though. They look comfortable in them. Man, they mad comfortable. Yeah. This is the Funk Master Flex driving shoe from Lugs. Like, I don't see the problem, but okay, I know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. Um, I see that you posted a, a gif of um, Michael from The Office on your Twitter. Yeah. If you were a character on The Office, which one would you be? Oh wow! What the f man? This is crazy. Uh, <laughs> I go. I go with Stanley, bro. I, it's on my paper. It's on <laughs> Stanley. Stanley. Stanley, bro. Don't yeah. say much. Keep don't to yourself. Don't take no shit. You know. Say you something know, to him, Stanley yeah. gonna get in your ass if you say something to Stanley. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Reserve, cool, but you know, he go cut into you. Facts. That's why Dwight don't want no smoke. Dwight don't yeah. go back there in that corner. Which... Never, never fuck with Stanley. Never. Not once. Not one episode you can find. <laughs> Not one episode, bro. He fuck with <laughs> everybody else, but he don't fuck with Stanley. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 yo, and that that might be a deeper message too, right there. You know, you never know. Yeah. It might be because I was that guy too. <laughs> don't go fuck with the black brother. He don't yeah. come cutting to your motherfucking ass. <laughs> it's gonna be some furniture moving in this yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Um <laughs> what do you what do you think Jay Dilla's legacy is? And do the young cats in Detroit know and respect the name? Uh, man, Dilla legacy is the most important legacy from Detroit hip hop. It's like, you know, uh, that's me speaking at my age and understanding. For the youth, uh, I don't even think they even know who Jay Dilla is. You know what I'm saying? If, if I had to give a percentage, 90% don't know. You know, 90% is not doing what the style of music that I'm doing and that Dilla was doing. So, uh, you know, it's, it's up to me and others like me to carry it as much as we can, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, I don't think the younger generation know though. I don't think they, I could be wrong, but from my interactions with them at shows, you know, they don't even, they don't even know me shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. Which is sort of like, you know, I, I hate to get on my high horse, but of course I always say this, if, if this was 98, right? Yeah. Whole different, conversation we having i wouldn't be able to talk to you you'd be too big too famous if this was 1998 i i, I still have hope that a certain a uh, number of people coming out of this particular renaissance is going to uh crack through that and yeah. are going to obviously go mainstream without selling out and i, I obviously yeah. you have that potential you're a song man you're not just yeah. a rapper you're not just an mc you do music right yeah uh, and and there's a distinction there um, I saw somewhere where you were talking about how you looked up to cats like Elzai and, and Royce and Guilty uh, and those guys. Um, yeah. They made you sharpen your pen, you said. Um, mm -hmm. What was the sharpening process like? And did you, have, uh, did you have a particular area you knew you needed to improve on? Yes, facts. So uh, the sharpening is just more practice right, writing, just writing. Uh, I got tons of notebooks over there with just me picking eight words, practice writing. Uh, 16s and shit uh where i needed to improve was more so with my syllables with uh connecting syllables and uh you know elzai probably the best ever 
with that, you know, one of the best, him and Royce. So, you know, uh, you know, I studied them guys and uh, I started understanding what made them sound good. It was the, the patterns and the syllables. So that's all it was. I, I, I noticed that by seven, eight years ago, to be honest, uh, as I started to try to get sharper. And like, I can't, I can't say I'm good until I can understand why they're good. And that's mm -hmm. why they're good, you know. Uh, it's, I mean, that's one of the reasons they're good, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it's, it's the syllables, man, and the patterns, you know. Uh, that's what Detroit artists do, you know. Obviously, them guys, we, we pride ourselves with the, the patterns and the, the technical aspect of, of writing. How proud is the city, and then you in particular, mm -hmm. uh, of a guy like Boldy James? Mm. been out there for a minute and lyrically just crazy and all of a sudden getting this big look and i love Bodie, man i love Bodie. first and foremost he's from the same hood he's from the same mile he's from six miles so we are he west six mile I'm east six mile uh you know man be honest Bodie is one of the ones who broke the barrier that i'm in along with guilty you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. Bodie been doing that he's been doing the sound that he's doing since i think like that i first caught when in 2012 mm. so uh yeah, man, it's dope to see Bodie. You know, Bodie and Al is unstoppable. So, yeah, man, Bodie, Bodie good, man. Bodie, Bodie is the best mixture of the, the street Detroit rappers that I was talking about and what I do. He is like the hybrid of that. You know what I'm saying? Everything was just like, I bet Duke, Bodie would have knew the fuck dog shit mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's what, you know, Bodie brings. He brings a, a good balance of that. You know, what yeah, one of one was the was like the first song I ever heard from Bodie, mm -hmm. and it kind of blew me away when I heard what he did on that song. And I just had to yeah. tap in. The first song I ever heard from you was a song called "Pray." A guy mm -hmm. that you follow who he just disappeared. I used to know this guy. He was on Twitter. He used to follow my show. I don't know where he at right now, but he was the guy that said, "Yo, you know who Top Ferris is?" This was a year ago. Yeah, and he just kept saying it to me. You know, Top Ferris, you know, and I went and clicked and I watched Pray and yeah. I thought this guy is amazing. Appreciate um, that. And what year did Pray come out? Pray came out 2020. Okay. All right. And yeah. then what, no what, time three. Yep. What, the idea, like what made you write that song? Uh, man, you know what? I just turned the beat on, man. Uh, that's what most, most of the time I do, man. Uh, the beat got to tell me what to write. The beat told me to write that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't force nothing, man. So yeah, uh, as 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 I started writing the verse, uh, the pray the, the 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 melody, I pray, I pray that came in my head mid verse, and you know, I knocked that joint out within an hour or two. You know what I'm saying? Wrote it and recorded it. Um, what's the thing that sticks out in your mind when I mention the words "malice at the palace"? <laughs> man, that's crazy. Uh, I tell you, it's funny. What sticks out is the the white boy trying to swing on. Uh, <laughs> that sticks out the most to me because was it Jermaine O'Neal? Uh, yeah, was it Jermaine O'Neal or or or, or Tess? I keep uh, on forgetting Tess. who landed that straight, clean yeah. right. <laughs> oh man, listen. Uh, but I, if I remember correctly, it was somebody on there. Uh, it was, I thought it was white boy trying to swing, and he was still holding his drink. Uh, whatever. You the guy on with the name. four seats. Yeah, on the floor seats. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had on yeah, the Pistons jersey. Him and his Yeah, homie. yeah, exactly. That's the, I'm thinking the same guy. Yeah, the same guy. I, I just, I'm like, yo, he's shit faced. It. Like, what is he doing? He's like five eleven. These guys are six eight, and he's trying. Like, your arms can't even reach these swings, bro. Give him credit for walking up on him. 
man, I was like, yo, man, I, yeah, that's that's what sticks out more than anything to me. It's like this guy's fucking stupid. He's fucking hey, stupid. And that that sticks out for me too. And then when that, um, it, it, it's it's over with. It's past. It happened. Yeah. People is in different places now. But yeah. if I click that video right now and I watch <laughs> that cup hit Ron Artest, I still have a feeling like he' about to tear the whole building up. Rightfully like, so. Like, rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully so. Like <laughs> that was wild. Like yeah, of all the people, it's two people that should never have gotten hit with no drinks on. Ben Wallace. Yeah. And Ron Artest is two motherfuckers you did not. That shit would have probably worked on one of them Indiana point guards, and the nigga might have walked away. But not that nigga, not them two niggas. Yeah, man. Yeah, and then Steven Jackson was up in there getting busy. Yeah. Oh, Steven Jackson! I yes, of course he was. Yes, he was. Man, I'm Jack glad he five. Was oh man. Yeah. Five. Like, I, like if y'all didn't know them niggas was from the streets, you know now. They in the stands oh, with you. Oh, man. Come on, man. Oh, jeez. And them motherfuckers, wow. that's some shit they don't expect, right? They throw a cup and they just like, we chill. Nah. nah. The, the, the hood is coming right to you. Yeah. 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 I I, I respected everything them niggas. I respected every punch them niggas swung, bro. Ev absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, You made an appearance on Steak and Potatoes album. And yeah, you, you snapped yeah. on that as well. So that's an interesting situation over there, um, with a, a white woman as a CEO. What was your experience dealing with uh, CEO Nicole Porter, and what do you say to those who would frown upon a white person being involved so heavily in this movement? Yeah, and I, I, me personally, I don't look at color. Me personally, when it comes to hip hop, uh, you know, Nicole is dope, man. She's, she's, listen, I put her knowledge up against just about anybody's knowledge of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? And it's all that matters to me is if it's a genuine thing and, and if you're authentic about your support and, and what you're doing, you know, uh, she works with my bro, uh, Rim and, uh, you know, yeah, that's all I really needed. You know what I'm saying? Rim is there, you know, it's, it, and listen, I stand with Rim any day in a week mm -hmm. in any situation. So, uh, but then I met her, you know, when they came to Detroit and, you know, she's cool, man. So, yeah, man, like, I don't even think about stuff like that, man, you know. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's producing good product, good music. Let's let's win. Let's win. Certainly respect that. Um, so I talked to you about Pray, the song. Yeah. Um, you said on that song, dealing with dealing with a daily maybe, maybe, daily, dealing with a daily maybe made me crazy. Made me a crazy cat. I'm sorry. I'm reading your lyrics. Meditate where Jason at Crystal Lake and the eighth of smack. No lab, no needle, desert eagle. How I laced, how I laced a rap. Hit a platinum rapper in his mouth. I'ma try to break some plaques. Um, that sick ass. Uh, of course that was the thing that got you on my radar. But in the chorus, you say, "So many dark nights I survived. I'm surprised I'm alive." Yeah. Talk to me about the dark nights and what you went through in Detroit. Uh, man, when I was speaking of those dark nights, I was thinking about being young and poor, living at my, my mom's crib. You know what I'm saying? My mom would be like on drugs and she'd be gone and I'd be there by myself. Some nights, not, no food and nothing like that. So them the nights I was referring to, the, the shit that I did when I got older, I, I was already mentally prepared for that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the surroundings you grew up in. Like, you know, when I was stealing cars and shit like that. Uh, but I was referring to them nights when you know, that's why the song came out the way it did. I pray. I was praying like, yo, it wasn't no food some nights. You know what I'm saying? I was going to the corner store stealing dollar hamburgers at night. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what I was referring to. How's your mom now? 
she died in 2014, same year I got my DUI. I'm I'm sorry to hear that. You do have my mm -hmm. condolences. For sure. Um, and you used to steal cars in Detroit. Yeah, yeah. And you did you ever get caught? Nope. Okay, thank God. Not now, I, thank well, God. I, I, a nigga came up up the burner one time when we was in his car, and we, you know we respectfully got the fuck on. I guess that's getting caught. Yeah. yeah okay. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we yeah, up the said, burner too, though. We up the burner too. But it was like, yo, this is that. How, how we gonna shoot at the nigga for stealing his car? You know what I'm saying? That's, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that was, Let me see. Uh. Do you have a bit of a chip on your shoulder? And I ask you this because of your energy on Twitter sometimes. You seem chill most of yeah. the time, but there are times where I feel like you barking at people in general. Barking at all these niggas. Okay, I'm let's talk about bro. it. Listen, I'm competitive, man, you know, and, and I respect them all too. I can respect them all, but it's just like when I lace up, like, you know, like it's basketball. When I lace up, it's time to work. work. Hey, yo, we ain't friends, you know, we cool, but I, I, I just want to be the best, bro. I, that's what kept me going is the competitive energy, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I try to I try to tone it down because I've learned that over the years, me doing that will come across as me thinking I'm cocky or something like that. But every now and then, I just got to say some shit, you know, to keep me feeling like it's some, like, yo, somebody's seen that. I got to keep that competitive energy, you know what I'm saying? It's a little bit, I, I appreciate you being humble. And I think the, mm -hmm. I think the, the, the people that follow you and support you appreciate that as well. Um, yeah. I also find it, and maybe other fans of your music, people that's watching this right now, uh, this video, will also agree that it, it's refreshing sometimes to see you come on Twitter and talk like that. Because, yeah. you know, all of us that love your music and know how high your skill level is, is saying like, y'all need to look over here. Right. Yeah. And people not looking over here enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was guilty. I was guilty last when uh, it was early last year when the dude, yo, you top fair, top fair. I'm glad I caught on. Right. So I'm here yeah. now. You know what I mean? And so my job is to try to turn on. I have a responsibility to turn on people to what you do because your voice is too important in this movement. Don't, it, never ever think you just a rapper or, you know, you, you good in Detroit or whatever. You uh, listen, G rap, Nas, Kane, PA, wow. whoever. Same category, bro. Let's keep it man, real. Appreciate um, that, man. Yes. Um, is there too much dependence? I, we talked about this before, and I, and this is my last question here. Is there too much of a dependence on one sound? And I'm going to just say this. Some people will say this. They will say, people, everybody want to get Derringer beats. Is it too much of a reliance on that sound right now? Yeah, it is. You know, and, and I'm very vocal about this too, man. You know, I know... I know I got some peers that I'm cool with that probably would, you know, look at me as saying something like this. It's not a diss, bro. I'm an artist. Uh, I feel like any artist should create their music the way they do it first and foremost. But you have to challenge yourself. You have to evolve. You know, I, I just can't see me going in the studio doing the same songs over again. Me, personally. Not knocking whatever anybody else do. So, uh, you know, I don't... The sound is, I love the sound. Let me be clear. I love the sound. Mm -hmm. I just don't want it to get to the point where it's oh, the same thing. Like every time you hear the same song, same voice, it's like, what is, what's, what are you, it's not there. It's nothing there for me no more. You know what I'm saying? It's only so many times you can rap about a certain thing on a certain sound. So uh, that's my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm sure it's another way to do the sound where it doesn't sound as redundant. I'm sure it's producers out there that's doing it. Yeah, uh, I just I just feel like us artists we have to challenge ourselves, recreate ourselves without going Andre 3K, no disrespect, without going too far. You know what I'm saying? 
That's just what I feel like, though. Well, I mean, to expound on that point just a little bit, I mean, I like Sade. I, I, let me not say I like her. I love Sade. Yeah. Um, and if me and her ever get into a room, respectfully, I'd probably catch a case. Not I wouldn't do nothing crazy to her, but I would just I would be like, yo, I need a hug. You know what I mean? Or security yeah. going to be yeah. like, get away. But yeah. that's yeah. how much I love Sade. But I don't want to hear Mary J. Blige do Sade or her do Sade or yeah. Snow Allegra do Sade. Let Sade yeah. do Sade. You know what I mean? Yeah. And y'all, yeah. all those people got their own little lanes. And so um, that's just my little two cents that I wanted to Yeah, that's real, though. That's real. That's real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I reached the end of this interview. It really felt good. Um, Todd Ferris, thank you for joining us. It was my honor to be able to interview you. Like I said before, long time coming. And um, I'm just I'm so happy that you that I was able to have this opportunity to chop it up with you, because, again, you are one of the most important MCs in the game right now. And I have a, a strong feeling based on your work ethic, your output and how you're willing to uh, expand what your sound is that you're looking at legendary status at some point in your career. So it was my honor to interview you again, sir. Yeah. I, I appreciate that, man. Uh, yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's crazy to hear that about me. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to act like I'm, you know, I, I know I come across super humble, but I'm very humble by that, man. You know, it's been a long journey to get to even, talking to somebody who respect me like this so man i appreciate it yes you're highly highly respected uh once again everybody the new the newest project wire different am i corrected did you drop something since you wire different uh yeah no wire did it wire different is the last project for sure okay and what's next for todd ferris uh i got a project dropping in april i can't contractually i can't talk about it but april 28th april 28th be on yeah. the lookout for that new todd ferris project april yeah. 28th and go after you get off of this video uh -huh. Please, if you're watching this video, go listen to Wired Different. Yeah. And if I said it, I said it was a, a walking up on a masterpiece. If I'm yeah. lying, tell me in my comment section if I'm lying. Just do that for me. But go listen to it first. Do that right after this. Top Ferris, thank you very much. You have a good day. My God, appreciate you. Peace. Absolutely. What the 